Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. We come out of the All-Star break. I'm going to tell you all about my trip to Seattle and the Midsummer Classic, plus... Longtime baseball writer and now author Tim Brown stops by. He has a new book about the life of a backup catcher. Very interesting. He also has some baseball takes. Stick and stay inside the Parker starts now. Better up. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. Man, oh man, what a great time I had out at the All-Star Game in Seattle. And Seattle put on a show. I know Seattle's still looking for its first World Series championship. But I'll tell you this. It is a baseball town. And the buzz there and the fans and the faithful. I mean, I really enjoyed myself. Uh, Started off. Sunday at the Players Alliance party at Pier 70 downtown, right on the water. Just an amazing venue. That was pretty uh, amazing. A lot of former players were there. Uh, Dave Sims, the television play-by-play guy, he was honored. Um, And uh, it it was just a spectacular night. The commissioner, Rob Manfred, showed up. Uh, Ken Griffey Sr. was there. Uh, I could just go on and on. Cito Gaston, the former uh, Toronto Blue Jays manager who won back-to-back World Series, he was there. And just a slew of other people. Eric Davis, who played for the Reds. Edwin Jackson, the pitcher who once pitched a no-hitter with 149 pitches, if you could believe that. 
Um, he was there, CC Sabathia. I mean, I can go on and on and on. It was a who's who's list. It was a great night. And uh, the, the derby was great. The ballpark is great. The, the, the roof was open. It was a little chilly when we got there, but it warmed up and turned out to be nice. Crowd was into it. The derby was great. Um, Julio Rodriguez is, my God, what a fan favorite. He is for the Mariners. They got their longtime star. He loves Seattle, and Seattle loves him, and the fans were just chanting him and going crazy at over 40 home runs uh, in the derby in one round. I mean, incredible. And then the All-Star game. It was spectacular. Uh, beautiful day. A little drama at the end. Game moved along. It was about three hours long. And um, the National League finally got a win. My God, the American League had dominated the National League for a long time. And Craig Kimbrell gets the save, picks up the strikeout to end the game with two runners on base. So it had a little juice and some excitement. Um, it was overall a great experience there. Uh, saw so many people. Had a great time. And uh, hats off to Seattle for doing a magnificent job on the uh, All-Star Game. Next year, we're going to Arlington, Texas to Globe Life Field, and we'll be down there. There's a Globe Life Field or Park. They have two of them right across the street. I just got confused. But we'll be down there for the All-Star Game next uh, July in 2024. Number two. As we get closer and closer to the trade deadline, you're going to start hearing names of big players out there. Maybe when their teams fall out of it and teams want to unload salary and move players, uh, they will do so. And you know what? There he was, Derek Jeter, who's now uh, a TV star. I ran into Derek Jeter uh, at the All-Star game yesterday. This is no lie. And, I, and he used to call me, hey, TV star. That's who he used to call me when I started doing first take on ESPN. No lie. That was his, like, hey, TV star. So yesterday he was up there on the platform for FS1 to do the pregame and I said, hey, TV star. And guess what? He turned around. I thought that was pretty funny. But anyway, there's Jeter talking about the Yankees should go after Juan Soto. Because the Padres, you know, like, you know, Padres, if they fall out of this and they're not in it, and are you going to be able to keep everybody? How much money are you going to spend? You know, uh, Juan Soto still has to be paid. You paid Manny. You paid Tatis. You paid Bogerts. Right? Like, how many people can you pay? You paid three guys already. So maybe you can't afford, if you're the Padres, to pay Juan Soto, even though you made the trade. So this is um, this might be somebody to look at. And uh, it's interesting that Jeter would throw that out there, that he loved to see the Yankees pursue Juan Soto. The other guy is Nolan Arenado. In St. Louis, Cardinals are 11 and a half games out to start the second half of the season. Uh, and they look like they're going nowhere fast. And remember, Jordan Walker, their rookie, who started his career with a 12-game hitting streak and followed it up after coming back from the minors with a 17-game hitting streak. His natural position is third base. They've been playing him in the outfield. So maybe Nolan Arenado is available and the Yankees can make a deal there. That's another name that could possibly be moved. And it makes sense. The Cardinals could get access 
assets and let Jordan Walker play third base. So those are just a couple big names. There's going to be a lot more coming up before the trade deadline. This will be interesting to see. I still, I'm going to stick with this. The Mets and the Padres both still make the playoffs. Number three. Everybody in baseball America knows the name Ellie De La Cruz. Yes, because he's been a firestorm for those Cincinnati Red Legs. And uh, things have turned around. Um, at the All-Star break last year, the Reds were 34-57 in route to a 100-loss season. And now this year, Ellie De La Cruz shows up. They got some young, other good players. He's not the only one. There's some rookies there. Spencer Steer, Matt McClain, Andrew Abbott. Those are other guys who are producing and doing well. So I know Ellie gets all the limelight, but there's some other young rookies who are playing well uh, for this team. But now they're 50 and 41, one game ahead of the Brewers in the NL Central. Now this will be interesting to see. Um, Coming out of the break, uh, the Reds and Brewers play uh, in Milwaukee July 24th to 26th. So that's going to be a good series to gauge and see where are the Reds real or are they Fugazi? Did they just have like a a little hot streak that's not going to be able to be sustained with all these young guys as they you know continue the vigors of the regular season, the dog days of August? So are the Reds there? Are they going to win the division? They're going to come out of nowhere, a hundred win, a hundred lost team a year ago, and win the division? I don't know. It normally doesn't happen, and these guys wind up slipping back a little bit. But they will be fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. So the Cincinnati Reds can they win the division in 2023 and have a strong second half? If I'm betting my money, I say no that the Brewers win the division but I want to see it for myself. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. 
comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know. Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? The first half has come and gone, and with it, some historical first half performances. The Marlins' Luis Arise posted a first-half average of 383, the highest at the break since 2000. But did you know he's hitting 462 with runners in scoring position? That number would be the second best in the last 50 years, only behind George Brett's 469 mark in 1980. That year, he was hitting 400 as late as September 19th. The Braves' Ronald Acuna Jr. is on pace for 38 home runs, 100 RBI, and 75 stolen bases in what would be the greatest well-rounded season in MLB history. He could become the fifth member of the 40-40 club, but he's almost certainly going to post the most stolen bases ever in a 30-homer season. That distinction currently belongs to Barry Bonds, who stole 52 bags while hitting 33 home runs in 1990. Arizona's Corbin Carroll became the first rookie ever with 15 home runs and 25 steals at the break, and is on pace to join Mike Trout as the only rookie members of the 30-30 club. And of course, Shohei Otani, who was on pace for 57 home runs and 126 RBI at the plate and 235 strikeouts on the mound. He can do one of two things now. He could single-handedly will the Angels back into the playoffs, or he could find himself on a different contender. But no matter what, this second half is going to be one to watch. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. Now let's welcome into the podcast a longtime friend of mine, one of the best baseball writers in the game, longtime baseball writer, now an author. He has a spectacular new book out. And first, let me say, what's up, Brownie, Tim Brown? How you doing, buddy? Parkway, I am so good, man. I'm so good. It's great to see you again. It's been too long. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so many years we spent chowing down, talking ball at the ballpark and, uh, you know, stuff like that, man. This is the camaraderie. People don't understand. When you're a sports writer, you know, there's only a handful of people who do what you do. So we all kind of, you know, get to know each other. Have, you know, nobody, Tim, you know this as far as friends. You, We've eaten dinner more, you know, like people, don't, when you eat dinner with people every night or a lot of nights, that's intimate, you know, yeah. and, and we've done that over the years. Well, you get to know people from the other papers in other towns more than you do people at your own at your own place. You never see them. They're out covering their thing. No doubt. And you get to know people, and that's what we've done. So, Tim, tell me, tell me about this book. I'm just going to let you jump in on it and give me the background. Tell, tell me the title and the background because right. I'm interested so, in life about a backup, about being a backup catcher. Go ahead. Yeah, so – Parkway, you've been in enough clubhouses to know who the best guys in every clubhouse are, and that's the backup catcher. They're usually a little bit older. They got a lot of perspective. They got a sense of humor. They're humble. They've been humbled by the game usually for a long time. And so they were. these were the guys who educated me on the game. 
um, these these backup catchers, and told me when the questions were dumb, and educated me when the questions were good, and laughed with me, and scolded me, and you know about five years ago, four years ago, five years ago, uh, Eric Kratz and I, longtime backup catcher, became friendly. And I thought that his story about his journey, 19 years as a pro catcher, 14 different organizations, 120 different transactions, would make a great spine for a story about the culture of backup catchers, these guys who do what they do and why they do it. And so I talked to dozens of other dudes who who found their way in the game when they woke up one morning in Binghamton and thought, oh boy, I'm not going to be the next Johnny Bench, turns out. So what am I going to get better at? Where am I going to bring value to this team? And maybe that's as a father figure, a big brother, a priest, a therapist, a drinking buddy, whatever you need, dude, I'm here for you. And I don't know, I just, in this day and age where everybody's yelling at each other and hates each other for for no reason at all. Uh, these guys spoke to me and, and uh, I mean, just sort of their vibe spoke to me and I thought it would be a good thing to put out in the world about, about maybe people who thought about someone other than themselves for just a few minutes. And it's the towel of the backup catcher playing baseball for the love of the game, man. Right. And it's not just, one guy's story. I mean, I know uh, uh, it's a, it's about a lot of catchers. You talk to a lot of people. This is very, very interesting. And you're right about backup catchers. And you realize, I love that you use Johnny Bench because Johnny Bench played a long time and was great for a long time. My God, I know he doesn't have any cartilage left in his knees because that <laughs> dude was an unbelievable catcher. Um, so that's, that's real interesting. And um, when does it come out? Came out yesterday. Oh yeah, okay. So so right up so there it is. Yesterday. Yeah. What yep. kind of response have you gotten from uh baseball people yet? Anybody kind of give you a, a sense of it yet or no, it's just too fresh? I know, I think it's been good. I, I think people uh appreciate look, this has always been my game, Parkway. You know, it's I want to tell stories, man. I want to write about people. I want to write about struggles. I want to write about uh why you feel good about yourself or why you feel bad about yourself or why you're doubting yourself. Uh, I think we, we tend now, particularly in the analytic age to view these guys as numbers, as robots, as, as unfeeling beings. And I, you and I know better, I know better. Um, and, you know, I had so many editors along the way to tell me, write the stars, write the stars, write the stars. I said, okay, well, maybe, but you know what? I think there's better stories in other places. Um, you know, the stars are not relatable to people like me. I don't, I, I have not the slightest idea what it's like to be Shohei Otani or Mike Trout or Aaron Judge or any of these guys. I, I don't get it. But you know what? I know what it's like to be afraid you won't be able to pay your mortgage next month because, you know, your job is a little flimsy or you feel like a fraud because you've written, you know, five terrible columns in a row uh, or, uh, you know, you're 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 whatever whatever's going on in real life. That's what these guys have going on. Um, they're not making tons of money. 
and and they wonder if they're going to have a job in three weeks. And that sounds really familiar to me. That sounds like the rest of the world. And so that's why um, it, it always appealed to me. You know what? It makes total sense. And one of the all-time great columns, Jimmy Breslin, uh, you know, who uh, was a longtime columnist for the Daily News in New York, started as a sports writer and then became a city side columnist. Uh, one of his greatest columns was the guy, he wound up writing a column about the guy who dug the grave right. for John F. Kennedy. You know what I mean? Like, like, one like, of my like, favorite that's columns what, ever. And I, ever. I, would, I would remind myself, I would stand at the ballpark and some crazy thing would happen. And I would say to myself, find the grave digger, dude. Find the grave yes. digger. And that's why I brought it up. You know, it's one of the all-time great columns. And that's exactly what you're talking about, reaching somebody. There's a big event going on, but there's somebody who has a different view or a different story. Right, and I right. think that's why this book makes sense to me. Uh, I, I know this is a hard question. Who's the best backup catcher ever? <laughs> well, I was trying to think of that as as we go along. You know what I mean? You probably get some votes for like David Ross, right? Won a couple World Series. Yep. Um you know, there's some there's some big moments out there. Uh, I, you know, who you if you could tell me who got the most out of some fifth starter one Sunday afternoon in Detroit and managed right. to beat and managed to beat the mighty Yankees, that'd be my that'd be my best backup starter that day. You know, that that's it will probably be. I was thinking Brandon Inge was the starter, but then he became the backup. You remember Brandon Inge? Yeah, he had like a buck for 40 one year. Poor kid. Oh, yeah. He was a good little the worst player. Part, the, worst, the worst part was he went to the home run derby. He got in. Do you remember that? And then had the goose egg. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing worse than like you like they put you in like right. on a humble and then you get a goose egg. What's more relatable than that? You and I could get zero. All right. I, I exactly. Feel I know I can get a goose egg. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I guess we're talking with Tim Brown. Brownie, as I know him, longtime baseball writer and author. He has a, a new book that just came out about backup catchers, which which is an interesting read. I can't wait to read it. And uh, Tim, let let's uh, let me ask you a couple things about baseball. Just don't think the way things are going uh, with the sport. Um, I just came back from the All-Star game in Seattle. Great scene, as always. You know, you've been to a million All-Star games. But baseball this year made some real changes. And attendance is up. TV ratings are up. I mean, you can sit there and act like it doesn't matter. But the, the pitch clock, which I was question, I questioned, are we doing this for people who don't like baseball? Like that was my, are we doing this for the people who really don't care about the game, just want to come go to the game and leave in two hours, no matter what happens or what the score is. And I got to admit, it hasn't changed the game that much for me. I still enjoy it. And I don't mind a two hour, nine minute day game in Milwaukee on a Wednesday afternoon. I don't. What, what do you make of the pitch clock? I'm just mad they waited until I left the day-to-day before they put it in. Now all these guys are getting home at 1030 at night. You and you and I dragged our butts home at 130 in the morning. No doubt. Um, <laughs> so I'm just mad about that. You know, it's interesting with Rob Manfred, right? I've always, One of the things that I have admired about him is that he's willing to consider change. And – 
one of the things that I sort of have banged him for in the past is that he's too rash to make that change. You know, he acts too impulsively at times. And, but I think he's played this right. Um, you know, they kicked it around in independent ball and in minor leagues for a while to see how it worked. All those guys came up to the big leagues and said, it's legit. It's good. It's okay. Uh, you'll get used to it. And, and you know, we got to get past the big egos and, and all these guys screaming and yelling, looking for excuses in the big leagues for why they suddenly have a 4-1 ERA and and blaming it on on having to move a little quicker. Um, you know, initially when they were talking about it, I thought, you know, remember the you got to stay in the batter's box thing from like, gosh, I'm – Eight, I remember nine, that, right. You couldn't you could eight, take one ago. foot out, but you couldn't get out completely, right. Right. And then they just stopped enforcing it, right? And and I so my my thought was, well, I wonder how long this is going to go on. And are they going to are they going to really stick to it? And uh they have, you know, I mean, there, I guess there's no arguing with the clock. Um and I think it's a better game, you know. Look, it it is it exactly the game you and I grew up with? No. But is that okay? Yeah. You know, and, and I find myself as I get older, Parkway, like when things come along that I haven't seen before and I don't like them, I ask myself, do you not like it because it's change, because it's different for you or or because it's legitimately not as good as it was before? And that pause usually allows me to get to a place of at least considering the other side and giving these things a chance. Um, you know, look. There was too much standing around, man. There was too much standing around and and not wanting to throw a pitch. Eight, eight pitching changes in, in, in an inning, Tim. You know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, bring this guy in. Bring this guy in. This guy's got to warm up. We got to sit there and wait for this guy. He pitches to one batter. Bring this guy. It, it was ridiculous. It, yeah, right. it really slowed down the well, game. And you know what I think they ought to do? Because I don't like the three batter minimum. Uh, you know, look, just like you, I've sat on deadline more times than once watching the manager go out to the dugout or to the bull or the, the mound thinking to myself, what are we doing here? It's a six run game. Stop. It. Right. Um, but the, for me, the three batter, I don't like things that screw with strategy. It's okay. If you want to keep the catcher safe for the second baseman safe, or you want to keep the game moving that that doesn't really impact strategy, but the three batter in room impact strategy. And now that you've, shorten the game with the pitch clock, I think it might be time to go back to allowing managers to manage their bullpen again. I like that. I like that thought. Uh, <laughs> Tim Brown is our guest, longtime baseball writer and author. Uh, let me ask you, you covered Southern California for a million years, and uh, Shohei Otani spoke at the All-Star game, basically saying he wants to win. That was the takeaway we know that the Angels haven't won since Moby Dick was a guppy or 2002, whatever you want to say. That was the World Series. If you're the Angels, Tim, can you allow him to just hold on to him all year and let him walk? What should you seriously, as a trade deadline approaches, think about moving him? And no matter what you can get, you can get something because somebody will want him for a playoff run. Um, and especially now that Trout is hurt, Rendon's hurt again. I mean, the chance of them making the playoffs are not good. What would you do if you were GM? Well, I wouldn't not trade him because I don't want to be the guy who trades the best player ever. 
that's a terrible, terrible reason not to trade him. Um, I think if you don't trade him, you better have $750 million sitting there that's right. cooling off, getting ready, keeping that powder dry. Um, so if you don't, and if your heart's not in it and your pocket's not in it, your wallet's not in it, then you ought to trade him because, uh, you know, it's it. Uh, nothing has worked here, man. Nothing has worked. It's been too long. And I, I think, you know, I, I hate the notion that uh, he's going to have to go somewhere else to win. But that seems to be the case. And and I think, um, you know, I mean, Artie's not an idiot. I think that if he doesn't trade him and all you get back for Shohei Otani is some raggedy ass draft pick, that's that's bad. That's terrible. You better you better win that free agent uh contest. No 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 doubt about it. Um that that's something that they really have to think about. Just your gut, one more thing on Otani. Uh does he wind up with the Dodgers? I mean, it, it's just logical. You're in that market already. You don't have to move. And overnight you go from the outhouse to the penthouse, so to speak, in baseball. And and maybe they give you five or six hundred million dollars in Los Angeles and you become not that you're not a big star already, but you're on a different plateau and a different stage if you if you're playing in Los Angeles rather than Anaheim. I mean, that seems to be the obvious thing, right? Um, you know, I, I don't Shohei Otani, I don't think has given a one on one interview. So it's been really hard to get to know him. It's hard to know what's in his heart and you have to sort of uh, parse what he says and doesn't say it, it's, it's tough, but um, you know, there was a reason he picked the angels to begin with. Um, and part of that had to be proximity to Japan. Right. Yep. Um, and now that the DH, another big part was he wanted a DH team. DH is everywhere now, so uh, the Dodgers would provide that as well. Uh, the winning, he sees how that organization runs up close from where he is. It makes sense to me, but, uh, you know, I think Shohei Otani, the best player in history, in free agency at the richest time in baseball history, is going to be something to watch. No, there's no doubt about it. He's been uh, tremendous. Tim, uh, one more time, please tell us about the book, how people can get your book. I can sit here and talk to you all day, and I know your voice is a little stri uh, stripped there, but <laughs> your insight comes through, as always. You know that for years. You notice I'm about to but go Louis Armstrong on you, buddy. I know. Come on. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. Can I hear it? Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, it's called the towel, the backup catcher. You can get it wherever books are sold. Um, I, I'm, I'm proud of it because I think there's a, you know, I've, I've done a couple books in the past, uh, that I'm also very proud of that, that were New York times bestsellers, but this, this one hits different for me because I think it represents some of what I try to represent. Um, it's, uh, it, I think it, it reflects, where my passion for the game is for the guys who have to struggle and for the people in the world who have to struggle, the people who, um, 
you know, feel like backup catchers themselves, uh, teachers, nurses, first responders, you know, like everyone out in the world who feels like, well, I, you know, I'm not in the lineup today. I'm not in the box score. Uh, but there are there are ways to contribute and they're there. You know, we're all on this journey and you get to decide who you want to be on this journey and who you want to be it for. And I think this book may be, um, I don't know. I hope people get a little of that out of it. I, I know I did in writing. it. Can't wait to read it. Brownie is my man, Tim Brown, man, pick it up, check it out. Brownie, we'll get you back on down the road before the season ends. That voice will be cleared up and uh, we'll get more of your baseball knowledge. I hope, man. I hope. It's great seeing you, brother. Always. You know that. Stay well, Brownie. Thank you, my man. Take we care, appreciate man. Keep it. Keep it going. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Reason number 1015 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and better than the NFL. We saw it on Tuesday at the All-Star Game. Uh, did, Did you see that spectacle? This wasn't like the Pro Bowl and nobody cares and And what? Nobody's tapped. This was baseball, just like we're always used to seeing it. The fans were into it. And it wasn't. It was a Seattle crowd. The game was in Seattle. But there was enough of other fans who came into Seattle 
to take part, to see their guys. Everyone was represented, every team, despite how good or bad their team has been this year. And it's a party. And you know what? We were missing some big stars in baseball. From injury, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, just to mention a couple. And those are big. That's a big couple. Those guys were voted starters in the American League. But still, somehow, some way, people got a good feel about the game and enjoyed themselves. And the other part is baseball always still likes to have the fans involved. They get to vote for the starters of the All-Star. I hope they never take that away from the fans. It's their game. Other leagues, they, they're so caught up on uh, doing what's right. Or let me, let's do the numbers, crunch the numbers. Let the fans decide who they want to see. I always remember as a kid someone telling me that the fans would rather see Reggie Jackson strike out three times than Jim Rice hit three home runs. And that made sense to me. It makes sense. It really does. And that's why the All-Star Game is still special. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.